0: This episode of Bend the Knee is brought to you by our Bannermen, Lord Jason of House Ross, Lady Amanda of House Richardson, Lord Adam the Young Bull of House Parker, Sir Peter of House Whittingham, Sandy the Dragon, Blood of Queen Daenerys, and Lady of Jameson, Lord Brett of House Fry, Sir David of House Fraser, Lord Nelson of the Long Isle, Sir Joshua of House Ross, Lady Liz of House Hendricks, Sir Matthew of House Perry.
1: Hello and welcome to Ben the a Song of Ice and Fire podcast. I am Sir Matt the Bud Knight.
0: And I am Sir Ezra the Watchful. Welcome to our Song of Ice and Fire book club. Today we're into Aria 7 of A Clash of Kings. And in our maestro study, we will be discussing Aria's death prayer. Absolutely, man. Ez,
1: another day, another episode. Feeling good, my friend. Um, yeah. you know, still off that high from last week. Uh, the Zoom hangout we did, ton of fun. Yes. Um, ready for another one, right? And I think, uh, you know, after everyone's, you know, maybe now that it's been a week, people are are a little less hungover from all the <laughs> white all the white claw that was consumed during that that episode. But right, yeah, feeling maybe. good, man. You know, we're it's it's summer, and there's a lot to talk about.
0: Dude, yeah, there really is. No, I, I, I also, uh, you know, after that Zoom hangout, which this is just, it's just really cool because we see everyone's faces, you know, we're we're chilling out talking about uh, Song of Ice and Fire, coming up with theory, sharing information. It was it was actually really cool, and um, it's caused me, what, like, I, again, one of these things is that it, it fires me up to where I then go do a read or I go back and I reread something, and I'm looking at it from a different perspective. Based upon something I learned from one of our bannermen, um, you know, or what happened afterwards is now we have several like group chats going with people, right? When who are kind of talking yes, about do. you know various things uh, in the books, or hey guys, check this out, sending us a picture of their book, and so I think it like elevates the conversation and makes this sort of a you know a better experience. Uh, definitely helps us a lot. So that's been really fun. I'm looking forward to that, and because my mind, uh, you know, even today we've got an awesome uh, Raven. That I think It's more of a wish list, but I think you're gonna really like this. So I can't wait to share that with folks. At the end, it's sort of a, a big tie-in, taking all the threads and tying them in uh, based upon what we see in you know season eight. What, what it's it's book theory, but it, it does sort of like it's backed up by show, and it's it's kind of neat.
1: So yeah, 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 absolutely. Hey, real quick here, uh, just because I had I pulled it up because I was like, you know, we haven't t- we haven't talked about not a blog since his last thing. Um, nothing really new, although he did have a post a couple, uh, like, Eh, like a week or two ago, just talking about all the other all the stuff he's doing. And he said, I just want to just before anyone starts to panic when he talks about all these other things he's doing, Talking about grr, obviously. Yeah, he says just because I he says, oh, my God, he is making videos in place of writing. Of course, I am still working on the winds of winter. That should really go without saying yet. Somehow I feel I need to say it or some people might make stupid assumptions. Um, Just because I do not mention it in every blog post Does not mean I am not working on Winds of Winter Well, here's the thing, George uh, <laughs> I, uh, when it's been you know ten years, I think it's safe for us to assume that when you say you're working on other projects, it means you're not touching. I
0: mean, yeah, that's, that's that's fair, right? That's fair. It's, I mean,
1: you know, if it were like two or three years, all right, okay, but you know, we're we're at ten years here, man. Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> well, well, w- working on it is kind of right. uh what, do, what does that mean? I've been working on getting in shape for years, bro. I'm you know, I'm like I'm always thinking about it like <laughs> right gosh I have the same uh, thing you know it's like well you know if
1: I were to, if I were to do this many pushups a day and this many setups, I'd be in good shape but right.
0: thinking about it and yeah it's not the same it's not the same not the same so yeah not that's that's kind of funny but I mean hey I actually believe he really is still you know running with this and he I think he's probably still got a lot of fairly good momentum and his mind is in the right space so that's fine and I I I I believed him when he first, when he's, you know, when we saw the first not a blog post. Um, we were not one of those people saying that he wasn't just because he was talking about film and TV and stuff that he wasn't working on this. He told us he was and that he finished chapters, you know, some within days. So I'm like, right. OK, that's that's great momentum.
1: Yeah. Makes you feel makes you feel good about it. So, yeah. all right, as how, how you been, man, I just, you know, I just wanted to get that uh, so to get that, that, that quick little
0: thing in there because I, I just pulled it up well here's the thing so as has been um you know i've been making some gains all right yeah i've been making you, you want to share
1: you want to share how how well you've done on keto
0: dude i so today i i'm not a big believer in like i don't weigh myself every week i don't really do that it's like to feel better you know i i i work out i try to stay healthy um for me just so i i feel better and uh Gosh, man! Back in the day, how many years ago was it when we had that summer? Was that like five or six years ago? Where we just went insane. Oh, yeah, we man! The... It was like five years. Yeah, yeah. And we had we had all these Game of Thrones theories that were kind of coming to us. We were watching. I forget which season that was, um, but we were just having a That's great time. Six Destiny One was out. We were working yeah. out like crazy. Uh, it, it was nuts. It was it was really good. And I needed it. Uh, I, my mom had had just passed away, and so then we were kind of you know working on. All... It was just a crazy. Crazy summer, um, you know. The, the, actually, a couple years there where stuff was just wild, yeah. and then so you know after that, I kind of like, ah, gosh, I got into, you got know, complacent. Just me too. Got complacent, started eating too many carbs and drinking too many beers. Man, like I was drinking IPA like it was my business. You know what I mean? Like, like no, as I, if they, I, would I do, a, I you know, one hundred percent do. Like they were gonna hire me for a commercial or something. Like this guy looks mm-hmm. like he drinks a lot of IPA. Let's get this guy mm-hmm. for our new our new thing. And so, anyways, I, I I stopped that about I want to say three months ago. I mean, I I don't know. I've been doing keto kind of like I have, really. Like I'll go through a stretch of like two to three weeks where it's like solid, really solid in ketosis, doing great, dude. I've lost like I've lost like thirty thirty plus pounds. Let's it's go, awesome, man. dude. Good job, it's, dude. And then so then now I'm like you know I I've I've been hitting the hitting the gym again. I'm back working out. I took my hoodie in there uh today my old my old hoodie put it back on got on the elliptical cranked out some weights feeling feeling pretty good so um but dang dude you know the other thing too is i was doing a lot of different like projects i was teaching i was super stressed matt knows like i kind of had something oh, yeah. go down with school like the last couple of years and it just i was like yeah, i'm done with this it was just like when you can re- reduce stressors in your life it's amazing what you can focus on and you can shift your focus to these different things that are more positive and they're giving you you know uh better return so that's that has been my last uh several months and now i'm on this uh 30 day thing where i am i'm literally uh, my, my brain's working better i'm reading more books i'm like way good. more productive it's just it's it's freaking awesome dude so yeah i've been good uh how, how are things over there how's how's it going hey man things are good i went out to went out to a restaurant yesterday
1: uh which is the first time i've gone out to a restaurant with covid uh mm-hmm. i was I'm really hesitant to, to go do that kind of stuff. So I uh, ended up pretty pretty good. We were everybody was pretty far separated, so I felt uh, I felt felt pretty good about that. It's um, kind of a chill day, you know. Worked out, mode, got all that going on. Um, we are going to let's see, we're going to Bend, Oregon this coming Friday. Uh, Lady nice. I, uh, Teresa has some family there, so that's where we're gonna go. Um, and uh it's like out in the mountains it's really chill kind of kind of cool kind of cool little you know, it'll be kind of a relaxing weekend so looking looking forward to that we think we're filming another mead meat and cheese tonight so we'll have that uh coming up as
0: well so yeah man everything's everything's yeah. pretty good solid that's awesome that's good that's good stuff well i gotta figure out you know gosh when it's safe i was i was gonna come out yeah. man. was, you know yeah, I don't know, man. It's all spiking up. I'd be, i I'm, I'd be, I'm, I'd be careful. I know. I don't know. But yeah, th- yeah. so whatever. We'll just kind of hunker down. We'll just do our thing and make some more content. Speaking of which, we have, you know, Matinez, right? I mean, you yeah. know what we do. Yeah. <laughs> we just keep working on stuff, and it's actually I think it's it's appropriate to plug this here on Bend the Knee for this reason. This show was once a show called Second Breakfast. That is correct. And it's crazy, if you go back to the beginning of the feed, you will find some of those episodes where some crazy stuff and we were kinda, you know, we like to talk about a lot of different things and that show will show you, show you, tell you, yep. whatever, um, yep. that we enjoy talking about various topics and sometimes we like to go super deep, sometimes uh, we like to just be super broad in our, in, in our discussion. Um, so we have created a, a new show, all right? Back by popular demand. Okay, not really? actually back, but yeah. <laughs> uh, so not really second breakfast, but we are calling it the Matinez Show, and it is a lot of fun. I'll just tell you this: it is. go ask anyone who was in that Zoom chat with us how ridiculous I can be, <laughs> yeah. guys. I am filtered right now. I want you guys to know that I'm yeah. filtered on on the Matinez Show. I'm not filtered. Okay, <laughs> like, like I don't know what's going on. It's true,
1: you know. As for a long time, I. Uh, I I, I feel like it's like I've I've been held back, you know, by and like it's just it's just a different it's a different format here on Bethany. You know, every time we throw in a joke, people are always like, because it, it seems so out of place. Everyone's like, wow, you know, uh, you know, like just funny, right? Everyone thinks it's it's funny because it seems yeah. out of place because it's we're different. We're deep diving into a, a real serious book series and everything matters. So, um, but I've as as if you if you know me off the air, I guess uh you know some people like to push the envelope okay when it comes to making jokes and all these kinds of things it's always been said uh about me that i like to take the envelope and set it on fire uh and that's pretty much truly you do yeah and
0: and it just catches me off guard and i just have to roll with it and it is it is it is honestly hysterical i i enjoy it it's it's really a lot of um, it's that zoom conversation that we had but way more polished and, and with topics and stuff and right. mean not as intoxicated yeah. which is you know yeah. uh, so but it's it's a lot yeah. of fun and I, I hope folks will go go check that out so if you just type in yeah. the Matt and as show boom you're gonna find it um, and I think we'll put I'll put a link you know down in the description sure. for this and yeah absolutely and stuff but it's it's pretty cool we're, we're having a lot of fun with that and uh, it's you know, We've been shifting our focus too here on on bend the knee to really, like that show is giving us more of like like just sort of a let's just get it out let's let's talk about current trending right. topics things like that and then because I go through these these um, these phases which you guys have probably seen even the, over the last month or so where I have been just heavily focused on um a song of ice and fire that's just been i've been in my mind i've been reading more i've been i've been sprinting ahead looking at all of your guys's thoughts and theories we read one last week which was amazing really cool We're talking about the winged wolf um and and that and that kind of stuff so i, I do that and then I, i'm able to kind of uh shift gears and matt and i talk about just you know kind of uh have a good time joke around that kind of stuff so there's that absolutely so all right guys well as
1: uh, are we, we, are we taking a look at something in the, uh, yeah. in the Easter study today
0: yeah so we're looking at like Aria's, um death prayer like her her prayer that she says you know every night she's she's listening off these names so this yeah. is a short one I just kind of wanted to recap this for for everyone but during her journey we, we know that even now even leading into this we're in aria seven, We've heard her recite these names and talk about, you know, who these people are, and why she, you know, why are they on her list? Which I think is is important for us to look at. And then who's still on there? Who's not on there? Uh, we're getting into a really, you know, critical point where she's going to be naming names with Jack and Hagar today. So that's a big deal, right? We're going to be checking some people off of this list. So. Um, yeah, so here we go. Just some some folks that as she's traveling through some of these folks are, you know, either killed by her killed by other people, she names them, etc. But these are people who have done her wrong, or her family wrong. And it's sort of like she she wishes death upon them, which is pretty intense, actually, Sir Matt, if you think about it, right? It is, man, and you know uh, the
1: crazy thing is, just about everybody, everybody on this list uh, dies at some point, right? Mm-hmm. In the mm-hmm. in in the series, and then some of these other people um, who have died, right, uh, or some of these other people who are on the on the list, right, we know you know through the through the show, well, they end up dying. So it's pretty mm-hmm. it's it's pretty safe to assume probably that that some of these people will will probably not make it through the end of the series as well. So. Yeah. um We can just start going through this list right
0: here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really. I mean, seriously. So the first so, and foremost, and, you know, yeah.
1: And this list, this list is at the end. Of, is it, isn't not who's in just in the list? Of this chapter it, it extends. Mm-hmm. You know, we're looking at probably end of the end of the book series here. So yeah. So first on the list here, um, King Joffrey Baratheon the mm-hmm. first dead. Yeah. Right. Well, not yet, but will be yeah yeah he will be yeah poisoned right. um you know chiswick right that's yeah what it, we're gonna be talking about him today right he's part of this this god this man reading this chapter i kind of forgot about this right we hear about the story of this woman who's oh it's terrible uh, yeah i mean it's, just, it's, it's terrible it's, and, that, and that's why he gets on the list brutal, right yeah.
0: he's boasting about his participation in this in this rape and it's just yeah. it's it's nuts so she hears that she's disgusted by it boom you know he's boom. named he's on the list yeah so
1: yeah gregor clegane obviously um you know dead right air quote air quote there same with sandor clegane the hound Mm -hmm. kind of Mm -hmm. air quote air quote here dead uh dunson right he's a guy who steals gendry's helmet we don't know about him yet Mm -hmm. uh cersei lannister obviously she's still alive in the books um armory lork right he's dead Mm -hmm. uh killed by vargo haute Sir Ilan Payne is alive, and the show never really tells us what happens to him. So yeah, really. So that's that's yeah. one of the things that's going to be great to see in the books because well, I do think I do think we he will be we'll we'll, we'll see the end of his story, right? Mm-hmm. I think so too because um, he's yeah. he's way more prevalent in the books because in the show you um it's we see Braun train Jamie Lancer mm-hmm. in the sh- in the books, Sir Ilan yeah. Payne. So Sir
0: Ilan Payne, yeah, yeah.
1: So that'll be kind of cool to see see what happens to him. Uh, Poliver, right? Uh, the Hound kills him at the end of the Crossroads. He's the guy who steals Needle from Arya. Raff, the Sweetling, he's the guy who kills Lamy Greenhands. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Arya kills him uh, in, in Braavos. Uh, in the show, it's kind of flipped around a little bit, right? Um, the Tickler, Arya k- k- kills him right at the end of the Crossroads sir marin trant who kill who air quote Mm -hmm. kills syrio pharrell right right uh still alive in the show Arya uh kills him in 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 bravos uh and then you have a weese who's violently you know he abuses Arya, right um and then he is killed here in a here in a bit so uh you know one of the one of the names that Jack Jacken takes for her, so it is pretty cool. It is um, something that's interesting. Certainly, the names in the show version, right? Uh, not all of them who she who she recites end end up being killed by her. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll pull I'll pull up that list just just to kind of see here.
0: I mean, in in the show, the differences. Yeah, just just to
1: see uh, just to see how many of them still ended up. Uh, living living or, or dying right uh, so i'll just kind of i'll just kind of pull yeah. that up here just to see
0: yeah and, and so you know an interesting thing about this is the reason i i wanted to talk about this today and I'll, we'll, get into, we'll get into the chapter is that she is i kind of am thinking like what does it take to get on her list you know uh what do you have to do to become someone who is named and she contemplates adding three people to her list in this chapter and it's sort of like wait why what did they do? Um, how did they wrong you or your family? And so it's interesting. She does hesitate or gets too tired and doesn't add their names to the list. But, uh, yeah, we can talk about that yeah. more in, in just a sec.
1: Yeah, okay. So um, in the show, the other people who were kind of on there, just to show, just so for the show people, uh, you had Thoris of Mir was on her list, Beric Darian and Melisandre were all on her all on her list all and they yeah remember because it's different right because the people in the cave brother without banner stuff like that so a little yeah a a, a little different but all three of them are dead by by the end of the end of the series so the only person um in the show that we don't see die well that we don't um is ill in pain that's the only one that's just unknown because we don't see what happens so that's gonna be super cool in the books where we will get, I definitely think we'll get Ellen Payne's uh, story finished in in the
0: books. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I mean, okay, there that you know there it is. It's um, it's a list she's working on. Something interesting we'll cover later too is when she goes to Bravos. Like she should not be reciting this list anymore. She should be becoming no one. Arya Stark is gone. That kind of thing. So her focus and her her uh, the way she fixates on this list is really interesting um, and then I just keep thinking like you know it's, it's like a coping thing too it's just something that she wants to say these names over and over and, and, and it's just helps her go to sleep at night and thinks about just really dreaming about like getting revenge essentially on these people for all the terrible things that she sees them them doing and I think it's something actually that Jacken sees in, in her uh, he definitely sees everything like in this chapter when he looks at her and then kind of you know doesn't actually look at her jack and C a lot we're gonna talk about him in a second but yeah I, I just think like we'll get we'll get to it but like what does it take to get on her list or to or to you know or to get off of the list right so there's a there's actually a way you know sandor shows us like she sometimes forgets to mention you and if she forgets to mention mm-hmm. you what is what does that mean um right so. because you were on the
1: list at one point in time yeah right and now you're yeah, and 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 now you're not. So, all right. Well, uh, with that, as let's get to the list. So we'll we'll jump into the reread here. So, um, last week we were with Tyrion. Tyrion seven. Tyrion seven. That's where Lancel arrived in the middle of the night to demand, uh, you know, some things uh, from from the orders under Cersei. Tyrion uh, kind of confronts Lancel and his relationship with his. Uh, sister, and then he kind of takes uh, basically some secret passages to go see Shay. Last time we were with Arya and Arya six. Um, it was eight days before they had left the village. Remember, they were kind of ca- kind of captured, brought to that lit that that village. Mm-hmm. Uh, each day, somebody was uh, tortured by the tickler for information and and or about valuables, food, right, and the whereabouts of Lord Barrick Dondarrion who is mentioned again uh, this week. Finally, they are marched to Harrenhal, right? And Arya is then assigned to the Wailing Tower with Weis. This week, Arya 7, Arya is working for the understeward of the Wailing Tower doing various chores. When Sir Armory Lork arrives, Jack and Hagar, Rorg, and Biter are with him. Arya thinks that and has not seen her, but he interrupts her sleep that night to tell her he will kill three men for her. For saving him and his two companions. She avoids Jackin for a while, but after hearing a story by Chiswick, she whispers Chiswick's name in Jackin's ear. Several days later, he falls to his death. So, uh, kind of a big chapter here, as so we're going to kind of do just some bigger kind of uh, takeaways here. Um, from mm-hmm. this chapter. So one of the first things I found to be pretty cool is this is um some great world building here from Gur to kind of talk about you know the 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 five towers of Hall and uh, just talking a little bit kind of about its history. And I love Harrenhal just in that it's it's this dark, mysterious place. There's obviously some sort of curse on it. it has a great history. Um, and you know if I were in Westeros. If you got if you got if you went to Westeros and like you get to visit three places, I think Harrenhal
0: from a distance mm-hmm. uh, would mm-hmm. be one yeah. of the
1: one of the places I'd want to see.
0: Right? No, I get that. I get that cuz it's it's massive. I mean, something that this chapter uh, helps us see more. We get to kind of see inside and we understand that like Tywin needs servants. They just need like staff to run stuff and to make it kind of work or whatever lady went is gone has run away and and you're right yeah like they it's just it's it's massive right they've got like a hundred fireplaces in like the in their Mm -hmm. great hall like what the heck you know that Mm -hmm. that's 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 massive the what do they say The the godswood is like 20 acres or something um it's compared to winterfell it is just huge so yeah i'm I'm with you i think this is be this would be one of the places i would i would uh wouldn't mind mind visiting and and seeing you know winterfell this we're right there at the god's eye so i'm definitely gonna you know paddle across and figure out what's going on there (laughs) i'd want to i'd want to see the wall oh yeah yeah that would be yes i love the cold so i'm down for that um so yeah yeah i i think it's just we forget how big it is sometimes I, mm-hmm. I think even in this chapter, at one point, it's mentioned, is it not that Tywin... Well, it's room... I don't think Tywin actually wants to make this his new seat or whatever, right? This is... Um, but that's one of those rumors. Like, Arya hears people talking, oh, he's going to turn Harrenhal into... Like, he's going to give up... Not that he was going to give up Castle Rock, but he was going to create sort of another version of that or or, or bring... Heron Hall back to its original kind of Glory. splendor and stuff, yeah, all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, number one, that is a task. Uh, number two, he has the money to do it. And I think even though it's in ruin, could you imagine if they went back and they and they, and they kind of redid a lot? Also, why haven't they? Is it because of the hauntings? And is it because of? Well, you know, I mean, you
1: mean you mean you mean just right now? Well, right now it's just because they they're just they're just getting there, but over time, over time, I, I, I'd say this is, this is the reasoning I'd say one, it's really hard is because it's so big, it's hard to defend, right? Because you'd need men. You'd need thousands of men to, to hold it, right? Like the advantage of things like Moat Kalen and, you know, Winterfell. Oh, you can hold it with this many men is because you're talking about like one, you have like one place to go and it's easy to, Four to five men in that in that location. Well, Heron Hall it's so big that you know you'd need thousands of men because you'd need men on all on all of these towers to be able to hold it. Because if you have all your men in this in one in one spot, well, it's so big, you, it's easy for go- another army to just come up and well, we're going to climb this ladder and now we're now we're up here and we're inside. So mm-hmm. yeah. it's almost it's almost too big, right? It, it becomes it becomes too, like. Ask the Roman Empire, right? I mean, Rome yeah. got so big that it just becomes too, it becomes too
0: large, uh, you know, to manage. Sure. Well, so yeah. Well, I was gonna say, I think, I think that is sort of like you know, Lady Went. Um, the reason she could only this says like that she she only managed like what three of the great rooms. There were many more, but she didn't have the staff to to do yeah. that. I mean, she just didn't have the resources, you know. Um, to do it so it's it's a place that can hold a lot more people but you also have to keep all of those you need income right you need it you 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 need the resources to keep the the i mean a hundred you know fireplaces going, and
1: that's and that's why and that's why you know it's it's very likely that it was Rhaegar targaryen who uh funded the tourney at Heron hall because it's so big how uh, how would you be able to you know pay 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 for that kind of thing uh, another thing I would say that's almost kind of negative to Hall is it's it's in the Riverlands, right? And the Riverlands mm-hmm. is not really the most ideal spot, as we've talked as we've talked about. I mean, that's where a lot of the warring takes place. It's in this centralized location. You you know, to, you make enemies. You make enemies. You to the east, to the north, to the mm-hmm. south. I mean. Even even if you're neutral, and let's say the Vale is—I mean, back in the old days, right? I mean, Hall would, wouldn't have been there. But just as you know, as an example, let's say the Vale is 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 warring with the Westerlands. Well, where are they going to fight? They're going to meet in the middle and fight right in your... Yeah, you're in, almost forced to your, pick a side, kind of thing. Yeah, or like yeah. So yeah, really, I mean, it's a weird it's, spot. It's, it would it would almost be better as an extension of someone's kingdom. Right, mm-hmm. so like Tywin Lannister, ideal ideally would be kind of the, the perfect person to. Hold
0: yeah, in. and that's the thing. So you know, before during Aegon's conquest, I mean, it was a place that, although it had a lot of surrounding territory and land and stuff, falling back to the actual keep itself, the walls, you 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 could not get as long as you had the resources inside of the keep and you had a way mm-hmm. to continue that. You could outlast anybody. I mean, it was that was their whole idea with Aegon's conquest. Is nope, I ain't gonna bend the knee because we've got this a massive keep with these towers, super high. We we can launch, we can catapult uh, your right. your armies and all that kind of stuff. But he had a dragon and went yeah. literally to the mountaintops, to the clouds, came straight down and just wrecked them. So yeah, but yeah, like like the whole problem is is you and that was the seat. Right after Aegon's conquest, the Tullys are named, um, you know, there at, at Riverrun. River Run kind of is is created as a result of the ruin of Harrenhal. And, but yeah, so it's just, I, I think you're right. You would need someone like Tywin. It would have to be one of those great houses that would come in and, and furnish it and restore it and stuff like that. The, the, the other lords don't even have, e- even though it's like a ruin and it's like kind of up for grabs, it's like no one really even has the resources to... To do what they need to do. Oh, because it would... be to, it, Yeah, it's yeah.
1: it's almost too... I mean, really, ideally, the real thing to do would be, like, knock half of it down, uh, and then you'd still have something, you know, as large as, like, I don't know, the Red Keep or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Something that almost be, like, the real way to do it, because then it's much more manageable.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Knock
1: down, knock down half of Heron Hall. Use all of those resources, bricks and wood and everything, to build an enormous wall... Like they like uh, Storm's End has surrounding your now still enormous keep, and now you've got
0: now you've got something real serious. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, anyways, that's our setting. Um, That's that's where we're at here, and you know it's kind of neat. We saw Tywin come in, and basically, a lot of these people who were being tortured for information and stuff. I mean we needed them now to work as servants and and fill these so hot pies working right gendry's working in in the forge and Arya is is working as well so at least we're not seeing people tortured and killed anymore right in front of our face yeah. that was pretty yeah. brutal like the last time um and and yeah so she's she's picking up rumors bits and pieces i thought it was something that you know stood out to me is i keep forgetting that um you know aria is not uh Informed, she's not getting ravens, you know. She has to pick up bits and pieces of information from rumor, almost like as if you you walked into a tavern and you said, Okay, what's the news? What's everyone talking about? And so she realizes that her brother, Rob, is in River Run, not too far away. And that kind of gives her a little bit of that hope, too, which is sad. But uh, yeah, they look, you know, she didn't Uh, know. I do like that we
1: we get a, again we hear a little bit more about Beric and you know this chapter right uh, yeah, that's you you hear about him he's like, well, he killed him, you know, he killed him once, so we keep so you keep hearing about this, right It was like, hold on well, how many times you know is it just nobody knows how he died like if you were reading for this for the first time, you'd be like, what you know what is going on with this and Darien guy is he dead? is he not do, yes do they are they messing it up and stuff like that and so it would actually be cool. Um, because you know, in the show, you don't really get that. You don't get it until you until you meet Barrick right mm-hmm. with with the Hound later. So here, you're like, yeah, who is you know what's going on with this Barrick and guy?
0: Yeah, it's one of the coolest things. People wonder, I I think why I liked Barrick and Darian so much. It's because during my first read, I said exactly what you're saying, which is, who is this guy? What I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why can't we kill him? And then I kept, I actually remember going back and saying, this is the guy that Eddard Stark sent out. You know, like he, yeah. and I, I kept thinking to myself, I was like, man, if Arya could just find him. So had
1: you had you, had you, you read, when did you start reading the series?
0: Well, I started reading the first book before the show came out because our buddy Han had told me yeah. that it was coming out. And he said, "As hey, you're going to watch this. Actually, I think technically I watched the first episode. I think I saw right. the very first pilot episode, like a bit of it, while I was over at his apartment. Um, because I had the choice just a year prior to start either Wheel of Time or Game of Thrones, and so I started Wheel of Time, switched to Game of Thrones because the show was coming out, um, blitzed through Game of Thrones, and then went back to Wheel of Time. That's exactly gotcha. what I did. Yeah, gotcha. So, okay. so, so yeah, I had so, seen, I, so I had read the first book because I'm one of those people. I like to have read it before I watch the show. And right. um I was on the fence about reading it, and then again, our buddy Han, shout out to him, was was like, "As you don't watch this," I was like, "Okay, cool." <laughs> so
1: awesome. yeah, okay. Well, if any of our listeners had, I would I would love for you guys to send us a raven telling us like what if anybody had read had read the books kind of before the show came out, which I don't think is very many of our of our listeners. Um, but if anybody has, I would love to just see somebody's perspective on what they thought was going on with Beric and Darian, because um, I saw the show. So then, okay, now going back and reading, oh, I, I know what it is they're talking about. But right here, it would seem if you were doing this for the first time, it would seem so mysterious mm-hmm. because here's this guy. It's like, wait, are they just they just nobody have any idea what happened, mm-hmm. or is there something going on?
0: Yeah, and, and and so that was the thing. I remember when. You know, because you don't really even think about it. When, when I first watched, you know, I read the first book. Like I said, I, since you, know, you read the first one, I just hit this run. My buddy Tom, uh, who's been on the show, actually, if you go way mm-hmm. back uh, to the beginning, Tom's been on the show, we would pick a book series and we would just run through it together. And I actually remember, this is crazy, but I went back to, we, we were, um, I had seen that first episode with, with, uh, with Han, read the first book, and then I, I went back and I watched the rest of the show. And then when that was over, I continued reading the series. So I, as I was going through these other books, I went back to figure out who these characters were in, in season one. And I remember rewatching it with Tom and showing him who these characters were. And we were like, dude, you know, who is that guy? Was he in the show? Is, is he going to matter later on? And it was, it was, it was kind of crazy. It was, it was interesting to see who they picked to be in the show and then to read on and think. Oh my gosh. We saw that guy and now I'm reading on, I know he dies or I know this person lives cuz I've read the book and I was like, "Jesus, this is crazy." So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it's just cool. Just just something I I think it's cool. Just the, this cuz I think I would have just been like,
1: "Yeah, what is what is going no, on?" No, yeah, exactly.
0: This guy? Yeah. What what is what's going on with him? He's he's he, he can't be killed. He's uh they chased him all the way around the God's eye apparently, right? That's something that's said by Hote later on and it's like, "Okay." Um so yeah, anyway, so there's there's that we're hearing about him. We're hearing um you know the rumors. Uh Arya compares herself to a mouse. I was talking to you about this. Yeah. I mean, she's a lot of different things. After I, I mentioned this, you had said was well, you know later on she she's she, she's a cat, right? I mean, yeah. later on <laughs> she's a cat. You know, so uh and she chases cats and she's a mouse in this chapter. And it's sort of like she she um talks about how because she's a servant and because she's working her, her way around, they don't think any, like uh, the servants overhear a lot of the discussion and rumors and stuff. And so she was hearing, uh, like you said, about Beric and Darian. She was hearing about the new, the brave companions coming in. She she learned about them. Uh, she learns about Rob um, Tywin, all the rumors surrounding him, uh, shitting gold, right? Loving gold, maybe making Harrenhal his own, you know thing, and so she's, she's learning quite a bit we also learn, this is something I found interesting, and you let me know what you think um, the individuals who are still being held captive, so you have some Freys who are there right, and yes. they're ransomed, like they there are four of them, they're fighting in the yard and two Freys show up and they pay the ransom and then those guys are good they're out, they paid, came under a truce banner the whole thing. Now, what's amazing, right, looking at this as, as a reread, is like, huh. Like, as as nuts as the mountain was with everyone in the Riverlands, killing didn't matter who you were. If you were the Night's Watch, we were going to kill you. Like, when Tywin lets his, his dogs out, or his monsters, by the way, Arya calls them monsters. It seems like Tywin has a lot of these people around him that are just bad bad dudes so but like if they come across phrase they're killing them I mean like I would even think if they didn't maybe it's more that they set this up with Tywin uh, and there's a big money exchange here but under a truce banner you know if you're the brave companions or if you're some of the mountains men you're killing those guys but I kind of think under this truce banner right we know some other negotiation went on I think some oh, other F- things, yeah. right? You know, we're we're sad here.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you'd. Ha- I mean, you'd have to. I mean, he's out there and he's killing everybody. But I mean, uh, he has to be smart enough to know that some of these people are are valuable, right? I mean, yeah, he just has to be.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so now the thing is with the phrase. Also, Tywin's smart, right? He knows Walter Frey, and he knows that he wants to get a leg up wherever he can. Um, River Run has been. It was sieged. It was taken. It, it, we're, at a, we're at a really like kind of a tipping point in, in, in all of this. So if you can win the phrase over or you can start to negotiate with them in some way, even just in a prisoner exchange there or ransom, um, that's that's a good thing for Tywin. He's just, I can see him playing the pieces there, making, making these moves. Now, the other folks that are there, so there are other Northmen uh, lords who have been captured, uh, I think one of the Manderleys is there. Manderley's son is there. And then I had to look this one up because I totally forgot who this was. But a, um, I think it's Harrian uh, Karstark is there as well. He's not mentioned. He has that fierce beard. He's that young guy who is walking walking around. And something that's kind of confusing, it made, made it seem like a hedge knight had came there to, to take him in, maybe either brought him in, yeah, he's captured by a hedge knight at the Battle of the Green Fork. The hedge knight comes in and makes a fortune by handing him over uh, to Tywin. So, so that's that. And so, and here in a second, maybe for some cool connections, I kind of want to sprint ahead with the Karstarks because I was just like, wow, what? No, how go, important? no, no, no. Go right okay. ahead. You and I were talking about that. Yeah,
1: you and I were talking about that before.
0: Yeah, before we started recording. Absolutely. It's it's kind of a cool connection because I was like, who is this guy? Arya sees and, and, Remember, she's trying to figure out a way. All of these people who were captured and who have been either ransomed or turned over to Tywin, who are at Harrenhal, they have free roam. They can they can walk around. They're lordlings, um, but they've sworn to Tywin that they will not attempt to escape. Arya thinks, well, they didn't swear that they wouldn't help me escape. Like there are Northmen here, and you know there there are those who are who are loyal or have sworn. You know allegiance to House Stark and to her brother, uh, the King in the North. By the way, okay. So if she, if they figured out that she was Arya Stark of Winterfell, would they not try to help her? Right. I think is, is she's hoping that that's right. the case. So, you know, and it, it, it's it's crazy because the only one that she knows is Serwen. Um and it's not like, and that's just because of their proximity, uh, you know, to Winterfell. So she doesn't know who this manly fella is. She doesn't even recognize a a Karstark, um, because she's not. She didn't pay attention uh, like enough, and that's not that wasn't her thing, right? She uh, went during her lessons and stuff. So I started looking this guy up, and I'm like, man, this is a, this is a guy here. You know, the the Karstarks are crazy. Um, Harry and Karstark is is you know captured. He's here with Tywin. He basically after his father. Lord Rickard Karstark, later on, we're going to jump, just jumping ahead here, just to kind of make a connection for you guys. Um, Lord Rickard Karstark will be killed because he does betray Rob, in a sense. He kills some of the hostages because, um, you know, of the, of the wrong they did to his house. And so, yeah, that's, that's, we see this in the, in the, um, in the show where Rob has to behead, he has to kill, he's got to, he's got he's got to do what he's got to do because they disobeyed his orders. It's treason. And he's, something he has to do so when lord rickard Carstark is killed um his eldest son is here with tywin he is now going to be then the heir to Carhold, and that becomes a big deal because it's it's uh, it's an important piece to the grand northern conspiracy by the way which is completely nuts up there uh, i was telling right, and a lot that, and some of, yeah. hey
1: some of those pieces start are falling into place right now
0: Yes, yes, they are, and that's the thing is that, is that like okay, so we gotta we have to recognize that this guy is here. Those bargaining chips that the Lannisters have, and actually will have way off into the future. Uh, Lord Manderly is thinking about his son, and actually is more peaceful with the phrase because he believes Tywin uh, has his son, will give him up. Not sure if he's dead, et cetera. There's uncertainty, and they want their heirs. Back. Well, in, in Carhold specifically, uh, you remember Melisandre's vision. She sees, she sees what she thinks is Arya Stark riding north to Castle Black. It's actually Alice... Uh, it's actually Alice Carstark, who is the sister to Harion, and she's being forced into a marriage by Arnoff Carstark. This is how crazy this is. And he is actually, um, you know, all kind of... He's got he's got this sort of um, oh, fragile. He, he he pretends to be for Stannis, but he's actually promised to the Boltons that he's going to betray Stannis, and he's trying to marry um, off the you know Alice Carstark and actually gain control of of mm-hmm. Carhold. It's it's nuts. It's absolutely crazy. And so um, I don't. It, it just kind of dawned on me because I was like, who is that guy walking around? He's got the black cloak. And he's got um, the white sun on it, right? Several white suns. And so when you look up uh, House Car Stark, it's it's uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool just to kind of look at their sto- their story arc, how close they are um, with the Starks is is fascinating. They're they're a big deal in the North. I mean, they've got that you know that tag that ending. They get the S- Stark is in their name, so there's some relation. There's blood of the you know first men in there and everything. So I just kind of went down that rabbit hole for a second. And I was like, all right, remind me who this guy is and why he's so important because he is yeah, so, hes mentioned. So I have, I have a, uh, some of the phrase,
1: right. That end up, um, that end up, that we end up, we end up kind of seeing here. Some, uh-huh. none of these guys, to be honest, the ones that get ransom really have that bright of a future. Right. Yeah. So some of one of the phrase, uh, one of them is Sir Jared Frey, right. Who ends up becoming, you know, immortalized in you know Westerosi culinary history uh if you wanna say so, right? You know? uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you have him, you have Sir Um Hostin, who uh ends up he he ends up being in the vanguard against King Stannis in the battle um uh in the battle of the ice. Sir Danwell will end up at Castle Derry right uh, the entourage of his notorious niece gatehouse amy uh so uh, this is just some of the stuff I, I, I like to use the the reddit um reread the song of ice and fire reread sometimes because mm-hmm. there's yeah. people just kind of commenting on the specific chapters um and then another one uh it says and then there's two other phrase and so and that's kind of it so uh just kind of interesting to think about you know like some of these guys who don't have uh you know here's these guys are getting are they they're bargaining chips but then what you know what does it really do for them so some of, these other, some of these people, some of these characters you see, these minor lords, these minor characters, um, once, once you actually kind of dive in, because you see their names and they float around, you're like, well, God, that guy's story arc was not really that great. Like, his life, mm-hmm. yeah. You know I mean? Would he have been better at staying at Hall I mean.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and again, I actually think it is a way for Walter Frey to start some of those talks to show, to, to make oh, an alliance. Yeah, that alliance. Yeah, that kind of absolutely. thing. So they are even pawns in his game. Uh, to, to some extent now um you know and then <laughs> god whenever you t- whenever you talk to the phrase it gets, it gets so confusing because they're always talking about who how far away are they in relation to walter Frey and right. who their brothers and sisters are <laughs> it's just nuts you know who do you think is a worse father walter Frey or craster oh my gosh <laughs> That's a tough one. That's a poll right there, dude. That's a poll. I, I don't know. I, it's. I would say Craster, right? You know, right. He's actually giving his sons up to like. <laughs> yeah. well, or 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 is that a good? You know, is that a life where they've? Yeah. Yeah. Is that is that we don't know? I don't know. Is that a good life? Don't know. With the others, so. I no, don't know. Pretty, <laughs> not, I mean, you know. Well, I mean,
1: yeah, I don't know.
0: Depends on how you look at it, man. You know, if that you know, he's giving up to to the gods. I mean, we don't know that they were actually yeah. killed or anything, so. Um. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. But yeah, Walter Frey's crazy. So yeah, th- I think it's interesting just to look at those um those hostages who, and to see yeah. who's coming to pay ransom and who's not and and what does what does that mean? How does it affect the story later on? So.
1: Yeah, I mean I mean now that I'm thinking about it just real quick here, just on just on the top of my head. Who really is the worst father? And again and ga- game of thrones man i mean they're with the exception maybe of 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 ned stark they're all pretty awful dads yeah. when you, you like yeah. tywin's kind of a jerk uh craster is obviously awful walter frey's awful i mean stannis is going to burn his mm-hmm. daughter uh jeez oh, I mean, geez, man the list just goes on and on Gee, i mean they're all yeah robert baratheon Right. Well, right. those well, Joffrey and those guys aren't really his kids, so you can't. You right. Can't put but how did he treat that, his he bastards? He, you know, did, well, hey, I don't think he really knows about them. Really, I don't hey, think he, he at least treated he at least
0: them. treated Edric Storm pretty well. He well, then I mean, the, you know, you know I feel like up. if
1: Robert Baratheon knew Gendry was his bastard, I feel like Robert and Gendry would get along pretty well. Yeah, me too. Me too. I feel like they'd be. I feel like they'd be best. I feel like he'd legitimize him, and I don't know. They just seem. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think he'd, I think he'd, 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 he'd love, I mean, he knights, he knights people, you know, right on the, right on the battlefield, right then and there, so.
0: Yeah, well, there we go, folks, yeah, worst, uh, you know, father, worst dad, at... yeah, in, in Westeros, um, okay, cool, so I think that's sort of, that's the first half of this, you know, and then the second half is kind of, uh, Jak and Hagar, right, yeah, showing up with the brave companions, mm-hmm, yeah, and, uh,
1: it's you know, did Arya think she would ever see him again? I think not.
0: Yeah, no. Uh, well, right. She she tosses the axe in, right, and that's sort of what allows them to get out to 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 make it. So you've got Jack and Hagar, Rorg and Biter, um, coming in, and the first two, I'm sorry, Rorg and Biter don't recognize her. Um, Jack and Hagar what? does, looks right at her. Right. But he doesn't right. he doesn't show her that he he makes no, you know, indication she thought he didn't ignore, her. he must not have known right. known who she was. Right, yeah, because now she obviously her hair is a little bit longer, right? People are treating her like a girl as opposed to Ari the boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question. Do you think it was more that now so she helps free Jackin, but then also Jackin notices well, she switched from a boy to like a girl and she seems to have different identities and she's you know she starts off as a mouse at the beginning of this chapter and now she's a ghost at the end right I mean she's one of the ghosts of Harrenhal um like what is it do you think maybe he sees more in her and that's that might be a reason why he he, sees he sees he sees the
1: potential in her I mean yeah uh, let let me I'll start here right because I think there's way more to it but we'll just start on the surface level like is she somebody who could potentially? I mean, yeah. I mean, can anybody be, Can anybody work for the faceless man? Can anybody become a faceless, a, a faceless man? I mean, really, she shows up with with the coin, and okay, maybe that's maybe that's it. Maybe that's maybe that's all you need. I but I don't know. I I just I don't know. I don't think we know enough really about the faceless man. I mean, I, I mean, on some level, some people ha- have to be able to get in, right? I mean, to to build this this group of this group of kind of assassins. So, I mean, it would have to be a life you'd, you'd choose, but then I think there maybe are maybe are more special exceptions. I think there's, I think there's something far bigger that we don't know about Aria um, that, and I think we will learn far more about the faceless men than mm-hmm. I, uh, there's an area where I think the show just failed us. Like they are like, uh, oh, yeah, we well, don't know. Just, just, yeah, just see will. it. Yeah. I, yeah. I, and so that's something I'm definitely looking forward to getting uh, in, in in the books, right? I think there's something way bigger because I'm a big believer in that. Syria Pharrell is Jacken, and mm-hmm. there's something way bigger. I I I think there's something bigger with with Arya. I so that's I mean, but surf but surface level maybe maybe it is. Hey, she changed her hair. She was, you know, she is somebody who who's who's willing to do this. She wants revenge, so she's definitely people maybe it's the list maybe it's the fact that she's 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 got this list and it's almost kind of like saying the words gives it power right maybe Mm -hmm. it's it is almost like a prayer and you're you're unknowingly praying to the you
0: know the the
1: faceless god right the
0: yeah i mean so because right before uh right she this is where i said earlier she thinks about adding three more names to her list and it's right after she discusses she, she almost like regrets throwing the axe in there to save those guys. And I think it's simply because it looks as if they are doing whatever it takes to survive and they've joined up with the Brave Companions who she knows are terrible. They're, they're, she considers them to be um, or Vargo Houghton and, and others like a, one, of, one of Tywin's monsters. And to see those guys, to see, to see that she saved them Right. And then they end up with those guys right in there together, whether they're with them or not, uh, I think upsets her. And so she contemplates adding them to her list, even though they didn't really do anything. It's just the fact that they, it's through They're guilty through association. And then immediately she's falling asleep, drifting off. And then Jack in, you know, covers her mouth and talks to her, tells her that uh, essentially the red God, she stole three lives three names from the red god three deaths and that the red god is owed those deaths so now that just doesn't make sense. so a lot of this is is where i i've been i've been questioning more and more you know what we read i've been i've been like do i take it at face value is there is there more going on there um does that mean that Jackin is saying that he was one of those and that he was supposed to to die in those flames you know, and he he, he truly believes that because then it makes me think. Okay, the faceless man, like the, this assassination guild that we think is is pretty um, legit, they can make mistakes, they can fail, they can, they can do things that are wrong, and they can end up dying. Um, it costs so much to get one of them uh, to to go into action and, and to do things. It just I don't know. What, what do you see, What are you seeing over there? You know, there's one thing with
1: the show. I'm just thinking here. There's one thing with the show that I think would be interesting to study. Mm-hmm. Okay, the episodes of the show that were written by George because he mm-hmm. he wrote a couple of episodes before, like in it, like the first couple of seasons, he wrote a couple of episodes. One of the episodes he wrote is season one episode. Um, uh, episode 8 right? The Pointy End It's written by George R. R. Martin Now that's the episode in which Cyril Pharrell steps up to fight Maren Trant What do we say to the god of death? Not today So mm-hmm. it's not like that, I mean George wrote the episode Yes, okay So the whole like there is another thing, again people can say that has nothing to do with the books but George wrote it OK, mm-hmm. so I mm-hmm. take it as I take it as as legitimate. I mean, I think that's that's fair. It's not like something that he told Dan and Dave. He wrote the episode. Yeah. So I see I'm just saying it's just interesting. Yeah. So there is something I'm just looking at. and I'm saying, hey, there's a line. It's not in the books, but it's what do we say to the God of death? Not today. So is it something he thought later in life? You know, like. There is something with the bravosi gods, and Arya mm-hmm. is already training in it. And yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I get that. I get that. So it's it's sort of bridging. Maybe it's maybe it's revealing your hand a little bit. Is what you're saying? Is that maybe he right. revealed something there um, by writing that and putting that line in? Sure. I mean that that could be that could be um, because there's something extra. I think that that attracts Jack and Hagar to her. Uh, you know, already when he was locked up, kind of, you know, seemingly what was attracted. L- let me get to the question I asked you before we started the show, which is: did did Jackin make a mistake? Did normally, Yoren um, had talked about like you know when you take the when he recruits and he gets these men uh, from the south and he brings them back to Castle Black, and so you're you're recruiting for the Night's Watch. Well, he had done this time and time and time again. No problemo, no problem. The theory we talked about back in the day is that Jackin is actually on some secret mission to get a book that will help him figure out or will help figure that will help the order figure out how to assassinate a dragon or to kill a dragon. that they may need that. Now because you remember the Faceless men, um, or that their god or whatever, right? This order and this belief in this in this god originated from slaves of Valyria who were crying out to the god of death, right? And so if you see, if you hear rumor that a Targaryen, that, you know, Danny Daenerys Targaryen is rising and there are dragons coming back, does the order want to acquire some book on how, how to kill a dragon, right? Right, uh, yeah. And, and it's rumored that maybe a, a book like that would, would exist when Sam talks about all the text and the many scrolls and the things he finds that they're amazing um, in Castle Black. Maybe it's preserved there, right? The cold preserves. And it's that he's on this path to go north, but and just like Joran said, it's one of the safest paths. It's one of the safest ways to travel, just to travel with the Night's Watch because the Night's Watch doesn't take part in any of this. So seemingly, if you're a faceless man, and you wanted to get there, a safe, free way to travel would be to get into the Black Cells, be picked, be recruited, and to go there. Now, why is he such a dangerous man that he has to be locked up? You know, that's, that's all speculation, things we can, we can kind of look into. But I kind of think, like, this is one of those things where the faceless men aren't perfect, you know? Um, the, the, and, he, and he makes a mistake. And luckily, Arya gets him out. Arya saves him, so he feels like he owes her these... um, He owes her a debt, and maybe it's something in their code, or it's an honor code, or it's a system, a belief that he has, that he has to pay that debt, which is ironic, because a Lannister pays... always pays his debts, right? Right. Um, Yeah, you know, you and I
1: were talking about this before the show, and I guess you know one of the questions I have is, so, you know, do the Faceless... I mean, people save each other, though. I mean, it happens. Like, we see people save each other all... All the time, mm-hmm. um, was he sup was he was he supposed to die? Was he supposed right? to was die? He,
0: I, yeah, like, was he
1: supposed? Was he it was well? You know, was Ro- maybe Rorg and 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 Biter. and and Biter were supposed to die, and he was like, "Well, I'm going to die in there with it because obviously it doesn't mean that Jacken's dead, right?" Because Mm-hmm. it's possible he may live on the faceless man you know it's weird magic we don't really fully understand it right
0: um, and maybe that's the way it was maybe that's the way it was supposed to go yeah that's that, that's I guess what I'm trying to understand I don't know if it's more um why not just say hey you spared me and so since you spared me from death I owe you this a kill like an assassinate or whatever you know it, it unless they were named right maybe they were named she spares them they get out and then because it's very ironic that in the end too later on we find out is that when she just dis- when she thinks about naming Jackin, well okay i'll do anything you want essentially i mean he's, he, you know, she turns the tables on him a little bit there so there's a bit of irony in in that in that he you know she she is the one who spared him so could she also be the one who names him you know what i mean like does she right. have that power in his code i think she does and i think that's sort of what what allow what forces him to say okay fine i'm gonna do it i'm gonna help you in in this way um so yeah there, there's that and while i'm on this train of thought too um right and this is just something a rabbit hole for folks to to go down because i've thought about it uh, s- several times like the idea here and this is this is from the theories I've read, is that Jacken is on this mission, right? Gets diverted, is kind of rolling with this, can't go all the way up to the Night's Watch, but there's a second place where he can go to find information, and it's the Citadel. Where else could you find information on how to kill a dragon? Who wants to kill dragons more than the maesters? Maybe they were secretly doing that for years by confining them, etc. cetera. Uh, science over magic, you know? So we do see... Later on, that that it seem, it seems like Jack and Hagar shows up at the Citadel and and is there assassinating people, and and is actually there ne- right next to Sam at the very end, uh, which which is which is when when uh Marwyn the Mage is going off to help Danny, like he has assumed another identity and is walking around, because we saw that guy the the uh, acolyte or or whoever it was he got right. killed you know yep. was assassinated. Alchemy. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, right. Yeah,
0: and, and so it's like, okay, what's what's going on? What's going on there? You know, why why they're not the faces man is right. Their job is to like they're assassins. They're not going out to get you know information, are they? Unless they're trying. He's working on behalf of the entire order to get something that would help them suppress the rise of Valeria or Valerians or the dragons you know it's, it's a theory people have run with and i just think it's fascinating to kind of think about what are their motivations why are they doing what they what what they're doing um and it's still one of those big mysteries we're gonna have to we're gonna have to wait and see i mean we're gonna have to learn a lot more about the faceless man and i i don't think we're gonna learn everything but i think we're gonna learn enough to allow us to kind of speculate and think it's one of those things that he once Arya comes back from there later on in winds of winter and whatever as george is writing right now right this very second you know he is um we are going to learn a bit more, but once she leaves, I think that's done and over. Unless she runs into Jacken over on on in, in Westeros, which would be crazy, crazy. Right, right. Could you imagine that? Yeah,
1: it, yeah, it is. Yeah, well, I I just hope I, I I'm, I'm with you. I I just I just hope I'm just. It's also crazy to think, right? You know that the. That... The, all these different gods and all their involvement in pulling the Stark children in different directions, right? I mean, John. I think it's still safe. To, I think it's pretty safe to assume that wins a winner. He's going to be re- resurrected by possibly Melisandre, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so Rilore with John, um, and then the three eyed crow with with Bran and Arya with the faceless men. Uh, and just like you know, it's just it's just so weird that the that all these all you have three different gods pulling three of the Stark children in, in totally different directions.
0: Yeah, and who is Sansa praying to? I mean, all of them, right? Or I, mean, I don't you know, think anybody. Cause seven, seven I think, or
1: I think because she lost her direwolf.
0: Uh huh. Well, and also you know we, we know our author George, and we know how, what he believes about religion and faith. I mean, Sansa's the one maybe who who drifts more towards. No, it's about me. Like right. I get to make up these decisions and I have choices. I'm not going to rely on God's magic and power. She seems to be kind of like pulling that from Cersei, which she learned there. Right. And, and Peter and stuff, Yeah. Yeah. So Absolutely. man, anyways. Okay. So just to, real quickly, uh, if, unless you have other thoughts on this, I just want to wrap no. this, this up here. No, that's fine. Yeah. So essentially at the end of this, she is given a, a choice. I mean, she's, she's told to think on it for a few days. Um, she thinks, like, well, maybe I should just kill Lannisters because we're at war with the Lannisters. Maybe I should kill some of these other people who are on my list. But actually, Arya limits herself to people who are nearby. You wonder, actually, uh, Sir Matt, had she have named Joffrey. All kinds of different people. Or, yeah, or, the, or these different people. Like, like could Jacken have pulled that off? I think he could have. Um, and I don't know how quickly it would have been done. right. But, and but, I think you know. I think and and I think chiswick
1: is as really the first person she names is is a good is a good is a good thing yeah it like is. I mean yeah. it's it's immediate you would see this guy's a bad guy uh mm-hmm. you know as, as we we get we we hear his we hear that's kind of the next part of the chapter right is we hear that you know we we kind of hear that that story of how they the like god they' basically brutally gang rape this woman um you know so we hear we hear that story right and and and, and all of this and so I think that's a great. Person uh, to have eliminated out of the gate, um, and then really her second one, right? You know, she goes, she goes with with Whis, Um Really, though, is how she doesn't name Tywin Lannister as one. Mm-hmm. You would have, I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just because Arya's so young, and maybe because she sees these people as immediate threats, as opposed, you know, to thinking, oh, we could win the war if Tywin's dead.
0: Yeah, see, that's exactly. So for a moment, she thinks, "Well, I'll just pick three Lannisters, and if I kill Lannisters, I'm helping the Starks in some yep. way." Yeah. The more, the more Lannisters I kill, yeah. And, and as you say, because you know she is a child and she's limited, she's just like, "Well, there's a bad guy, that one," you know. And she, I don't think she really right. thinks it through. I think you're right. I think George often talks about writing for these uh, these point of views that are like younger and that you know where are they at developmentally and what would they be? Th- how how would you think like Arya? You know, it's it's. A mindset, yeah, he has to get into. And so. even if you want to go down the what if rabbit hole,
1: I don't know that killing Tywin really would have would I would it really have changed a lot of things? I don't know. I I don't I, I don't know. I still think you'd have I still think you'd have Cersei and and uh, Tyrion. Really, I mean, we kind of view Tyrion as a good guy, but I mean, he's he would still try to do things to help his his family against Robb Stark and stuff like that. But I think you'd. Uh, I still think Cersei would end up doing something ridiculously drastic, uh, and Tyrion would still do something to ha- in the in the grander benefit of his own family, mm-hmm. um, and
0: and so you'd you'd have that as well. Yeah, yeah, that would be interesting because Cersei then doesn't know, you know, if Tywin's gone, um, what's keeping her from really just uh, going nuts is that she knows that. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah. So if Tywin were gone. Tyrion is there at his request right I mean, that he's he's acting right. on behalf of his father and that kind of keeps her in check but if dad's gone I think she's naming a new you know H- H- hand of the king and the whole thing she's she's going to go nuts and Tyrion's right. out I mean that I- as soon as she can do that she would do it but she won't because she doesn't want to disappoint her father or disobey her father so yeah you're right it's a right. crazy what- if to kind of to kind of go down yeah I
1: mean immediately I think the mountain would just assume command and then and then ultimately it would fall ultimately it would go to Kevin Lannister
0: mm-hmm yeah yep who's not as dumb as he seems initially oh yeah no 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 yeah no he's he's clutch he's clutch in some ways yeah okay wow um yeah so so at the end there all it is is basically Arya names chiswick and uh she finds out that jackin can do it you know it's it's revealed jackin can you know he kills him kills him okay
1: all right as we have a raven today from lord adam of house niece
0: yeah i think this is pretty cool so this is the one i talked about at the top of the show where essentially we're going to kind of take a look at um really what he's doing is is it's a book theory so we're thinking about what is happening uh in the book currently what do we know that's, that's happening in the book where do we think that's going to go? Where do we? How do we think the book is going to end? But we're also using, we're justifying that theory by some of the events that happen in season eight, trying to say, okay, does any of that back up this idea? And I also think uh, to Sir Adam, uh, Lord Adam, excuse me, Lord Adam of House Niece, that uh, it's it's sort of like a wish list because I'm reading through some of this and I'm thinking, like, boy, I hope that happens. I hope it goes down that way. Uh, so yeah, let's. Get into this. So, good day, sirs. Uh, First, let me say that I've been listening since the dawn age of bend the knee, and I love the podcast. Uh, My name is Lord Adam of House Nice. Uh, Sigil is a white skull and crossbones trimmed in gold upon a purple sea. House Nice hails from the eastern shore of Westeros, just south of Shipbreaker Bay. We are a shipbuilding family, uh, but not war galleys. We build fishing and cargo vessels known uh, to never have, have been sunk. That's pretty cool. We recently rose to prominence when it became known that my father built the ship that Sir Davos Seaworth used to smuggle onions to Stannis Baratheon during Robert's Rebellion. There you go. That's a cool connection. Uh, in fact, it was at Sir Davos's knighting ceremony where my father met my mother, uh, Lady Blackwood. They first bonded over the fact that it was the oddest knighting ceremony they had ever seen. (laughs) I'm seeing right? Okay. Okay, so now that the pleasantries are over, uh, here we go. I want to share a theory uh, that I've been thinking about and about kind of the events that are going to transpire in the book. So, during Season 8, in one of your recap podcasts, someone mentioned that the Battle of King's Landing might happen before... ...the battle against the Night King in the books. So just to recap that real quick for for our our friends here... um, ...we did, way back uh, over a year ago, talk about the sequence of events... ...and that maybe these battles were going to be reversed in order, right? King's Landing battle happens first, and then we go fight the Night King. Okay, this is where my theory begins. Now, I've only read through A Storm of Swords, so I don't know much about Griff... um, Young Griff that is, some people call him false Aegon, but yet hear me out. Griff turns out to be a red herring, and once he challenges Danny for the throne, she sentences him to death for treason. He demands a trial by combat in which John, who has now been proven to be a Targaryen, slays him. Thus you have Targaryen versus Blackfire. So I thought that was pretty cool, Sir Matt. You know, yeah. I was like, oh, that's that's cool. Um, Viserion still dies north of the wall, but Ragel does not get killed. Jon is not a dragon rider yet. Okay. Um, at the dragon pit meeting, Cersei denies to help, uh, the north. This sets off the battle for King's Landing. The same events in the show transpire, except with two dragons. In the aftermath, Danny is distraught. Uh, with what she has done she knows the only way to unite the people of westeros against the true enemy would be her death and for john to take the lead she bears her chest to john who then drives Longclaw through her heart the sword burst into flame becoming Lightbringer. bringer azora high and danny uh burn prophecy right right so i was like Wow. Okay. Basically, this like takes me back to like pre-season eight. All the things that we thought maybe would happen. (laughs) We were all speculating (laughs) Uh, crazy. Yeah. So um, John now mounts Drogon and leads the people north to battle. Maybe Danny wargs into him, or maybe Drogon senses her uh, in the sword or something. Right. Before the Battle of Winterfell, Bran finds out that Tyrion is indeed a Targaryen. Uh, Tyrion then mounts Rhaegal, becoming the third Dragon Rider, uh, meaning that Blackwater was just foreshadowing of Tyrion using Green Flame to protect the realm. It's kind of interesting, right? Um, big battle, good guy wins. Bran goes back north of the wall to be the Three Eyed Crow. Jon and Drogon uh, go with him with the intention of being able to stop White Walkers if they. Uh, ever show up again or start to appear? Uh, Tyrion Targaryen rides Ragel to King's Landing and becomes king of the Seven Kingdoms with his queen. Don't hate me, Sansa Stark. This fulfills the Ashford the, the Ashford theory. Uh, and then that is just to recap that Sansa is going to marries these individuals uh, that were also sort of the uh, challengers or the defendants in the Ashford right. Meadow uh, Tourney. So Joffrey, um Willis, Tyrion Lannister, Sweet Robin, and then Tyrion Targaryen. Okay. Uh mm-hmm. Rickon returns from Skagos to be Lord Regent of Winterfell until Eddard Rob Stark, true born son of Rob Stark and Jane Westerling, comes of age, meaning the Grand Northern Conspiracy was keeping him safe and his identity secret. Uh, Gendry is legitimized and made Lord of Storms End. Maybe Arya goes with him. Castle Rock and Warden of the West is given to Sir Davos. Uh, then there's an epilogue, and elderly brawn is paid uh, is paid a visit by King Tyrion, and they reminisce about the good old days and give us a little insight on what's been going on in the kingdom. Uh, I know that's long. Feel free to poke holes add on to or omit whatever you deem necessary again love the show thanks so much uh, sir Adam so a lot there sir Matt
1: oh, man you know, let me let me first say okay that it reminds me of how much fun and exciting it was to to speculate and theorize on what we thought would happen in season eight uh, especially given the the long the long time in between season sevens and seasons eight Um things i do think and i i agree with let me let me get let me get this let me get this in here first i do think that the king's landing stuff will work itself out and then it will be the battle of the of the white walkers others will be the bigger deal in the end of this of this of this book series um I mean, he basically includes every like big major theory uh, to come true. Uh, the only thing, I, the only thing I'll say is I, there's I just don't see George giving us like this, this like perfect ending. Although it it would be the one we would most unlikely uh, suspect, right? I mean, the the one that we that fans would literally be the least likely to suspect would be the ending in which where everybody wins, right? I mean, if you really want to throw everybody for a loop. Yeah. I mean, because everyone's like, there's no way we would get that. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 There's no way we're getting that. And so that would be I do. I we talked about that a little bit going into season eight would be like, what if they what if it is the is the ending because it's so unlikely that it's what you get. And he does like unlikely things. Yes. Right. Yes. I mean, Bran becoming king, Bran, you know, Bran's unlikely. Right. In the Mm -hmm. show. Um, and then, uh, egg on the unlikely, right? There's a lot of unlikely characters that, Sir Duncan, right? He's kind of uh-huh. an unlikely guy. Yeah. All these, all these unlikely people that rise, rise to prominence. So, it, yeah, unlikely. Um, but there is definitely some, some stuff I, uh, I, I like in there, man. Everybody who, who kind of goes on with those, with those things. Um, I did, you know. I did want to see in the show, and we didn't get this, and I, I think we will see it in the in in the books. Uh, just some something between, Tyr- between Tyrion and Sansa, right? I mean, they are tech; they're still in some ways kind of married, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't think they'll be husband and wife, but I would just kind of like a, a scene of, of them kind of talking about it, right, and and, and 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 stuff like that. So that I I would I would like to see something like that. um I don't know that Rickard is Rickens gonna die. I think in yeah. the show they were kind of like, "Here's yeah. another guy we need to get rid of." We don't know I, what to do. I, yes, we don't. We don't know what to do. So I, I, I do think it's it's likely. You know, there's a lot of characters in the books that were, that die in the show, and you're like, "These people are totally alive, right? Yeah, I mean, they're yes. totally alive." Uh, I mean, yep. you know, Lady Stoneheart, big one, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So I mean, she does die, but big, big, right? It's kind of a. Right a uh, big deal. Mance Raider. Whoa, that's a big yes. uh, you know, a big change. Yes, I'm sorry. So, I think I think uh it it's 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 pretty likely. I, I would say um that it's possible. Let me say that it's definitely a possibility. I'd say it's at least 50-50 on Rickon, I that he doesn't die, it doesn't die in a in a, in a in a similar fashion. So, um there's definitely some of these these theories. I over the years I think I've thought less and less of the idea of Tyrion being a Targaryen. Um, uh, we'll see. I mean, unless you, unless you do some big Tyrion, Danny, John thing to make it all, to make it all work. I do think Azor High is going to be something that, that is, happens and is real and is bigger because it's way bigger in the books than it ever was in the show. Um, so that's kind of, that's kind of that. Is. So I think, I think, I think some of it I think is, is likely, is likely in the books.
0: Yeah, I, I I love this because it's like you know it's it's sort of our wish list, right? You kind of you you yeah. hope all of this uh, maybe would or a lot of it, anyways, would would uh, turn out the way that Sir Adam lays it out here. And I think it I think there will be some dynamic of Blackfire versus Targaryen. I thought that was cool. It was kind of like oh that'd be kind of a neat little like subtle way to do it. Uh, you know, Gurm's all about subtlety. Um, so so that's interesting. I just don't well. To your point on Rickon, um, he's already – like, we've already – supposedly, he's already dead, right? I mean, a lot of people believe yeah. that he and Bran are killed, and Theon is the one who can say they're alive. You know, I, I feel like as soon as Theon says, hey, they're alive, and then Rickon is killed, it's just like, what was the point? You know, what, what's the point? And maybe that's what George wants to do. Uh, you know, more, that's something he likes to do or whatever. It's it's the unlikely thing or it's unexpected. You think it's going to be a big deal. Um, he's been in hiding, we're gonna bring him back and then boom, he's gone. I mean, maybe, but I, I a lot of times those children though are way more um, valuable when you look at it re- realistically as a hostage or someone you can negotiate with like this this bargaining piece. You do get people just like we saw in today's Aria chapter that we're covering. Um, you know, you do get people who, you kind of um, want to like emotions get in the way, and then you just decide I have a hostage here, but I'm gonna kill him, and donezo. And we and we kind of we kind of lost our bargaining chip there. But I think Rickon is is going to possibly live now. Is is Davos gonna become Lord of Casterly Rock and all of that? I don't know about that. That seems that 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 is that is a uh, that is pretty crazy. I actually kind of thought maybe more so he might get, they might lift him up as someone who like this new house for Storm's right. End. You know, I I thought instead of Gendry and oh and, Davos, kidding? Yeah, started. is is that like he has all these um, his his children, his wife. He often thinks about that, and he's just this unlikely person who people love him, and and that would be one of right. those threads that George would say that's going to be a good one for you guys. You're going to like that. Now this other one with Rickon. Rickon's dead, you know. <laughs> like okay, okay, George. Well, you know, it's it's give and take with him. Um, so so yeah, there's there there's a lot of that. Uh, the whole dragon thing though what do you think you've always believed that we're actually going to have the horn of winter though uh, play a big a big deal in this and that we're not going to lose yeah. a dragon north of the wall because they don't pass well, because in the old history text they don't they won't fly I, over we, it uh,
1: we could we could have a dragon north of the wall
0: but it would ha- I think that it's
1: I don't think that it's going to go down the same way so in the show right um Viserion go is you know one of the one of the dragons goes north the night king knocks it down and takes it and then the the night king uses that dragon to destroy the wall Mm -hmm. right so i I, it's possible that the the dragons do fly north of the wall um but i don't think i think it's only after the wall comes down with the horn
0: gotcha hmm okay well that makes sense i mean or it's
1: possible or, or or i just or maybe maybe they think they have the horn of winter but it's actually you know maybe like the maybe the horns are switched right and the the, the dragon binder which they think they have is actually the horn of winter and then you know oh, okay. something like that yeah. so then they blow it oh now they can control the dragon that would be up there for whatever reason and then then, then they then they use the dragon binder but i think i think i think there's there's going to be the horn is going to be the kind of it's going to be
0: it's going to be because of the horn yeah so it's going to be more, more, like that's going to be a bigger element and and for yeah, sure uh, yeah, yeah i get you yeah so i anyways i mean you know sir adam i like this i i do like a lot of this and i think it is uh you know cool to think about i even i even think um you know Tyrion being king and and maybe you know bran goes back i i even had thoughts like well maybe bran actually just becomes king in the north i love the idea though of sansa being queen in the north i think that's actually pretty cool too uh i don't really know how that's gonna you know gonna land i you know it's it, this was cool this was interesting because it is kind of taking every prophecy or every little theory that was out there and saying let's make it true how would it all work and i love the spirit of that because it's like god that's exactly what we were thinking about uh pre you know eight and and so who knows who knows
1: yeah absolutely yes Yes. thank you sir adam uh for sending us that so Okay, all right, Ez. Well, with that, it is time to say farewell. So we want to thank you guys for playing the Game of Thrones. In our next episode, we will be discussing Chapter 31, Catelyn 3 of A Clash of Kings.
0: If you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, leave a comment, or send us a raven at btkcast at gmail.com. We will see you in a week. And remember that winter
1: is coming.